Welcome to episode 30 of the Automation Podcast, brought to you by InsightsAndAutomation.com. I'm Sean Tierney, your host, and on today's show, we're going to talk about our impressions of RS Tech Ed 2014. And here with me tonight is my good friend and colleague and fellow RS Tech Ed 2014 attendee, Mace Bittman. Mace, say hi to the audience, please. Hi, audience. Uh, thanks for the nice intro, Sean. Well, thank you for joining me on this conversation. I mean, we both love Tech Ed. We both love going. And, uh, you know, we both love the classes, too. And it's also just a great opportunity to, you know, catch up with colleagues from around the country and uh, see what's going on out there. So it's uh, really good stuff. And we're going to start out this podcast by talking about what we like the most about RS Tech Ed 2014. So we're gonna, let's take turns. I'm going to let you, since you're the guest, I'm going to let you go first. Tell me, what what is your number one best thing you like about Tech Ed, especially 2014? Well, um, I would say a couple years ago, I went to the At Your Own Pace area, and it was basically where you could do a lab not scheduled. And instead of offering that, they did one step better, where I noticed a lot of the labs had, <clears throat> excuse me, pick, a, pick your own lab. So in other words, um, some of the Factory Stock View Machine Edition labs had four or five sections, and you could pick three and maybe just two, and they were independent, so you didn't have to progressively go through them. So I would say that was probably my peak favorite uh, out of some selections. Yeah, you know, for me, if I was going to nail it down, my favorite session of the entire week was What's New in Logic. As a matter of fact, those are always my favorite sections. My, you know, my favorite <laughs> courses are what's new in this and what's new in that because then you get all the juicy details of the stuff that's coming out, and uh, people just love that. You know, I come back and I, I'll do, the, I'll have WebExes and I'll have conference calls and I'll tell uh, all my people about it, and uh, it's just exciting stuff, right? So what's new in logic this year was just was just good. A lot of there were some surprises in there. They they really covered everything, soup to nuts, hardware and software. Um, and especially, I liked, and I went to another session too that went into this in more detail, the version 24 stuff. You know, when 21 came out, I was like, you know, not a really big reason to go to it. 24 gives us some additional features that make it, to me, worth moving to. Now, again, we're not getting the, we're not getting the built-in data logging that we saw two, three years ago. We're not getting some of the other really juicy stuff, but we're getting some really cool stuff that uh, that makes the makes that plus what's in 21. I think worth the migration. As a matter of fact, if you ask me, I would go from 20 right to 24. Did you have another uh, another uh, session that you really loved besides the, you know, at your own pace, choose your own lab? Well, I'd, I'd say just in general, all of the labs, I was very pleased that um, the Rockwell people seemed to be really, really attuned to time. So if there was a lab that was very in-depth and would probably need the whole hour, hour and a half, they were very interested in giving minimal slides, get some points across, and letting you get into it. And, and I really appreciate that a lot, just as, as a whole um, on a lot of the labs I did. That's pretty awesome that uh, they've evolved to the point where they know that when somebody's coming to a hands-on lab, they really want to jump in and do it. You know, it, it's nice to give a couple of slides of background. Just just having people walk in and go right into the lab is usually maybe a little too, too little information. But the fact that they... They've got a great balance here. That's great to hear. I also noticed that they um, uh, seem to give you a little bit more 
uh, deep labs instead of you just clicking the mouse, typing in names. They seem to do a lot more for you so they can get more of the point across too. So that was another, I guess you could still put that in the same category of time saved, but um, I appreciate that extra effort that they did. Uh, also, I didn't have any bugs. Um, I don't recall anything crashing or any of the beta software crashing either. So that's, that's another point I just remembered. Now, I, I got to throw out something else that I love about TechEd. And, you know, I, it's four and a half days of awesome education, plus a, a, a networking reception on Sunday night, you get EdFest on Tuesday night, and then the, usually the vendors will do th something during the week. But I got to say, I love what they do with EdFest. Bring your spouse, bring your kids, even young kids, we got ping pong tables, we got video games, we got throw footballs, basketballs, we got pretend pretend uh, casino so so even kids can play and uh, and and bet cuz it's all fake money. Um and for the adults we got the open bar, get some nice appetizers, but you know, and and all right, some people may throw karaoke in there. I don't know. <laughs> but great great job tech ed people on that whole family friendly invite your spouse and kids to Edfest. Uh, I just think that's amazing and awesome. You know, they even had face painting. Did you see there was like a line? Yeah. All the parents with their little kids and they're getting their face painted as cats or lions. That is just awesome. I don't know if other vendors do that, but kudos to you, Rockwell, for EdFest and for that family-friendly uh, 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 spin you put to it. I think that is – my kids uh, – my youngest is 17 now, so my kids are too old for that stuff, but <laughs> I think it's great. Totally agree. Totally agree. I think that was a great effort and success. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you this. Any other any other high points before we go into the so-so? Well, uh, one thing uh, I've, I've noticed out of the few tickets I've been to, probably uh, just trying to think while we're talking, I've been to five, I believe. And oh, I really have such to a say, beginner. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> to you, right? uh, my first was that the L.A. Um, um, Marriott. Oh, that was your first? And Yeah, and, and uh, I want to say it was 08, 09 maybe. But yeah, yeah. Um, boy, that was uh, it, it was great hotel, great experience and all that. But they had that off-loaded uh, section in the movie theater and some other kind of tight uh, quarters. The Rosen Shringle Creek is really a pleasure to go to a convention oh, because goodness. it's just so well laid out. Um, that the food is all in one place. I really think that that is the my favorite location for Tech Ed. You know, when they first did it there, we had we had been going to it at, uh, or, you know, Universal Studios, which is a home run because, let's face it, you get the, the quick pat, you stay at Universal Studios, you get the, the fast pass, you get in all the rides anytime you want, you get City Walk, right? So you can walk around and have drinks at all the different cool bars and pubs and all that. I, I still think Universal Studios is a home run. Oh, okay. Yeah, it really is. And then, if you have a couple of too many drinks while you're on City Walk... You just walk on back. I mean, they have these, they have these beautiful paths. They even have, if you have trouble walking, they have a little boat ferry service that'll take you back to the Royal Pacific or Portofino. So I, 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 I that is that is a home run. So, uh, but as far as the perfect layout for something like this, Rose and Shingle Creek, by you know, hands down, is phenomenal. I think. Those little restaurants and little bars in between the hotel and the and the convention center are awesome, yes. and the food's great, and even the prices on the drinks I think have come down over time because they weren't that bad either. So um, now the layout's perfect, the facility's perfect. Um, I, I I do I do like going to San Diego 
San Diego is a beautiful town. And I love where the hotel is located next to the airport. But it is nowhere near the same quality of facility as far as, you know, ease of movement, ease of getting from here to there. It's just not. I mean, everything else is great, but it's not laid out the same. So if you get to go to San Diego, I don't think you went. Did you? Two years ago? No, that's when I moved. And I, it's unlikely I go every year. I and mean, I think it's happening next year in San Diego. So I'll yeah. uh, probably miss the opportunity again. But um, someday, I'm sure. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you'll, you'll definitely appreciate the Rose and Shingle Creek, too, because it's just not the same open, spread out layout. Hmm. But it is five minutes from the airport, and the, you, you can just walk right into downtown from the hotel. So that's pretty cool. Oh. Um, all right, good. Well, let's move on to what we thought was so, so like what we weren't, you know, it's good, but it's not good enough. It needs to be better. And I'm going to start this section by saying the app. I think the (laughs) app is a great idea. I think that's the wave of the future. But man, for me, I have cell phone fatigue. I I don't want to learn new GUIs, new upper interfaces, new, you know, uh, I mean, I want context to be called context. You know, and I want messages to be called messages or mail or, you know, I just, the usability, I think the app is great. And then there was some confusion because there's a little, there's a little fun thing to do on the app, a little contest. But the iPhone people and the Android people had two different scores. So that wasn't really explained. It's like, why do Android people get more points? Do we not like iPhone people? <laughs> and, um, and I really, really like the printed program guide. I really, really like that. That is the same size as my iPad pretty much. And uh, it's just so quick to go in there. I don't have to power anything on and log in and forget a password and all that. So the app, I think it's going to be awesome in a couple of years, but it's still uh, only so-so in my book. You got, any, you got anything that you thought was so-so? Uh, well, I, I agree with you in the app, and, of course, mine didn't work. Uh, so I, I Yours didn't, didn't work at all, did it? No, not at all. I, I had the password that was correct, and it still wouldn't let me sync up and log on. Um, I... I I guess uh, so-so. No, I think I'm kind of, uh, you know, one star or five stars kind of thing, and so it almost slides me into the speaker. All right, yeah. Tell us what did you think about that? Well, what used to be the motivational speaker spot. Yeah, I, I, it, it, I don't know. It was just where do I start? It seemed to be. I'm trying not to be cruel, but it just seemed to be uh, almost something that was filled in where they couldn't find anybody else. Um, it, she had a lot of trouble even navigating through some of the features. Um, she was obviously reading a teleprompt and, and stuttered. Um, and unfortunately, I, when I looked around the room, uh, everybody else was on their phone or looking around. I didn't see anybody really glued to what, what the intention of the presentation was. So I'm afraid that was pretty much a strikeout on that one. Well, you know, and before I say these comments, I am a Microsoft fan, and I think her presentation was good for some other audience. Hmm. I just, I almost felt like, are you trying to replace SCADA with HTML5? And is anybody in the audience who's a, maybe a Rockwell fan or even a, a competitor of Factory Talk View happy to hear that? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not trying to be rough. She seemed like a very nice person. She had oh, a great yes. message. Wrong audience. And, and I don't think they told her that previous people in this position included famous athletes like Joe Namath and Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, famous adventurers who have crossed the Sahara and climbed the uh, Mount Everest, and famous sci-fi authors. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, I kind of think that she, her message was for the wrong group, and then she was put in a in a spot that we typically had the motivational speaker who everyone I've seen has been a home run. I can't remember one that was a dud. Sure. I mean, that, I mean, totally agree. some are more, some are more motivational than others. So to have that Microsoft person present, I don't, I think what she was presenting wasn't for us. And then to be in that spot at the same time, let down. Yeah. I, I think you said it better than I did by far. It's, um, there might have been uh, a different audience that would have appreciated and, and enjoyed her presentations. Absolutely. And, you know, I got to throw this out. For, I don't know, how many years have they been doing this? 20 years? They gave us a DVD with all the labs and manuals on it. All the lab books mm-hmm. and all the PowerPoints. Last year, they gave us this flimsy, mini, little, little, tiny, little USB stick. And then this year, they, like, downloaded from the app. I get so much negative feedback from clients about that. Right. That, uh, and you know what? I'm not going to download all those, all those files from the app. I'm sorry. I know you can run the app on the computer, and that's great, and it's easy to use. But, you know, I worry. You know, how long is it going to be up there? It was nice to archive this stuff and go back on it. Sure. I mean, on my laptop, I have Iris Tech at 2004 through 2013. Mm-hmm. All those all those DVDs are on my laptop. I can search through them. If I saw somebody do something, you know, four years ago and a customer needs it, I can go dig that up. I can search through it and I can get that to them. So not having that on DVD, real big letdown. I, I know that it would be nice. I could accept the fact if they want to go 100% digital to give us the, the mega download. Sure. Okay? So yes. it, if they have to go all digital just to save costs or just to be more modern or whatever – Give me a mega download. Give me a mega bundle. One link to download the whole thing. We had some Hightail or Dropbox links going around. There are actually customers who can't use those services in their companies for security reasons, you know? Right. And you know what? You know, Do people want to go home and download 300 meg for work? You know, so just throwing that out there. Maybe maybe I'm the – I mean, how do you feel about that? Oh, I, I totally agree. I, it, it's it's actually similar to what they did to us a few years ago with the RS revs. Uh, you know, it's 160 gigabytes you have to download instead of receive the disk or the hard drive. So something that's less – got to be less than a gig. I totally agree. It could only be two, 300, absolutely. Uh, that's not that much to have a single download link to, for all of us to get. Um, it, 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 it's, it tickles me a little bit because um, it seems uh, they had a lot less bugs in the labs, lab materials. Um, everything functioned a lot better this decade than I remember in past. So I, I don't know why, even at the end of the event, they could have had the final revisions for us. I, I'm just not clear why they didn't want to do that this year. All right. Well, we try to keep these to anywhere between five and ten minutes. So I, I think this is probably a good stopping point. Mace, I really want to thank you, my friend, for joining and being my guest on the Automation Podcast. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. And now, for you, the listener, that's it for this episode of the Automation Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or corrections, because we're not perfect, please don't hesitate to share them with us by replying to this episode's blog post at theautomationpodcast.com. And you can always stay up to date with all the Insights websites at insightsandautomation.com. I'm your host, Sean Tierney, and until next time, peace.